You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is views from Midstream. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. So what went right? What went wrong? And I, I don't think it is any surprise to say that we are going to start with Baker Mayfield pretty much every game. And most NFL teams are going to start with their quarterback. But obviously this situation is maybe even a little bit more interesting than anybody else's. Let's call it what it is. Baker Mayfield is slightly improved Sam Darnold right now. Slightly improved Sam Darnold. Uh, He had a chance to be the hero. Facing third and six from the 46, 242 remaining. Panthers trailing by three. Mayfield knew there was going to be pressure. They blitzed Julian Love off the outside, and Bake just wasn't ready. And I find that interesting, because one thing I did say about the game in the game was that I think Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he's too aggressive. I don't know if it's play style. I don't know what the case is, but it feels to me in some cases like Baker Mayfield is making up pressure in his head, right? We're starting to see the pitter patter of the feet. We're starting to see the Peyton Manning happy feet back there. We're starting to see him panic a little bit and he's panicking spots where, and by the way, the offensive line had a much better game. I'm going to, we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. The O-line had a better game, but it felt like Baker Mayfield was running for his life even when the O-line was throwing some good blocks. Now, the couple of hits he took were pretty devastating devastating hits, so I know they were in the brain of number six. I felt like he was making up pressure in his head, and he wasn't responding well to it, and that concerns me a little bit, especially when you've got – a Saints pass rush, a Cardinals pass rush, and a Niners pass rush coming up, one, two, three, all of which are very good. All right. Uh, I didn't see it that way. What I saw was a guy being innovative, a guy who looked down the field, saw that his receivers were covered and had to improvise. A couple runs that he that he gave, uh, very elusive and surprising that he was as elusive as he was, uh, getting out of the grasp of the defenders, especially coming off of the game the week before in Cleveland where he could barely stay upright because he was basically getting killed by those defensive guys. Giants defense not as good up front as Cleveland, but pretty good at covering receivers. And you said slightly better than... Come on, dude. Come on. At least Baker can throw... over 10 yards. He can throw over five yards. He can throw over six yards. He threw some precise, uh, crisp passes, lengthy passes that turned out to be very good receptions that Sam Darnold could not make. When Baker fa- faced four pass rushers or fewer, 
He was 6 of 16. That's a 35% completion rate against four pass rushers or worse. That is taking blitzes and extra rushers off the table. Against a standard 4-3 front, Baker completed 35%. That is not franchise quarterback. The Panthers were 2 of 12 on third down. They were 4 of 11 on third down last week. That are Those are spots where I need that guy to make a play. And, and listen, I'm going to give credit to the Giants because on those fourth downs, or third and fourth downs, on those third downs, the reason that Baker was only facing four rushers is because the guy that would have been the last blitzer, they keyed out on 22 and said, do whatever you do, make them beat us. Do not let McCaffrey beat us. Go cover that guy up and don't let him beat us. And they took him out of the play. I still need Baker to make a play in that situation, and he just didn't. And once again, after the game was over, Matt Rule said that Baker is, quote, getting close, end quote. Dude, it's week two. You're 0-2. This team was was planning on fighting for a playoff spot. You have just li- you've just lost to two teams that will not make the playoffs this year. I... It's past we need to be close. We need to be there now. All right, a lot of this falls on the head of the play calling. The defense for the Giants were playing for the pass. When the defense is playing for the pass, then you change up the calls and start going to the running game, which they started to do eventually. And then it, it, then the Giants had to change their defense back to stop the run. So the, 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 the spots that you're talking about, Baker is in a situation where there are a ton of DBs out there and not a whole lot of pressure on him, but the play calling is wrong. If the play calling is, I see this, and maybe they should have did more RPOs than what they did, the play calling is this, I run the ball. You give Christian McCaffrey the ball more, and when they started to do that, it started working, and then the Giants had to change their defense. I don't put that all on Baker. I put part of that on the play callers recognizing the kind of defense that's being played against you and changing it up accordingly. It's, it's, I don't want to, I just want to say, I'm not an apologist. I just, my viewpoint is different. I'm looking at it different than you are. I agree. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that you my just viewpoint's want to say, right. Yeah, I knew that's right. where I was coming. It's just yeah. that my viewpoint's right. Uh, I, I, I need this guy. And for and the if record. You're, if you're listening, there is a, there's a certain look that Rob has when he believes he's right. He squints at the end of the phrase. I am right. Now he's trying to figure out, do I really squint? You absolutely do. I am right. I'm closing my eyes so you cannot tell me that I'm wrong. But I am, though. And that's the, that's the, that's the wrong? point. Wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. I am correct. I stay correct. I remain correct. Uh, Baker Mayfield, if if you weren't bringing Baker in to be a franchise quarterback, and if Baker wasn't coming in to be a franchise quarterback, then this was all wrong. How, in the first how long place. is Baker's contract? This year. He's right. got this year right. to make his so money. So if you're bringing him in to be the franchise quarterback, you're going to try to sign him for, for longer no, than I think one you're year, make aren't him you? Earn it. You're going to make him earn it right. because you got your rear end toasted last year when you gave Darnold an extension before he played a game and how'd that work out? Not great. They weren't going to do that back-to-back years. They're going to go, you know, we're going to take the gamble here that you're going to come out, be a franchise guy, and we're going to owe you that money anyway. So we're going to take the gamble that nobody swoops in and, and picks you up for even more money. And, and it's a risk, but because of what happened with Darnold, it's a calculated risk they had to take. That being said, if Baker wants 
competition for him on the market, if he wants us to beg him to stay and not go to to Matt Corral or not go into the free agency pool or not draft another guy if Corral's not ready next year, these are the games you prove that in. All right, so all the negativity coming from your side as far as Baker goes, did he do anything right? It's not negativity, it's reality. There's a difference. Okay. 14 of 29 for 145 and one touchdown against the Giants is not good enough. I'm happy to say that. It's not good enough. Did he throw any interceptions? No, he did, did not throw. He did, did fumble he, the ball once, but he got it back. Yeah, did, did he fumble any snaps? But again... He's it, improved from week one to week two. I don't... Uh, sure? Thank you. But like, is it is it good enough? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is this performance good enough for you? Are you happy with this? If anyone comes off the field, any player at any position, I didn't and ask says, any player. I asked you and, and says this was good enough. Is what I'm this saying, good enough? No, it's not okay. good enough. It's but you I'm know like. what? The best, the best out there, whoever that may be, when they come off the field, they're going to say they left some plays out there. So I, I just, I, I, I see an improvement from week one to week two. No way, Sam Darnold does any better. And I think play calling is part of the problem, and I think it's going to resolve itself. And I'm not really upset with Baker. My biggest problem with Baker is roll yourself out of the pocket. And if the play doesn't call for that, well, that's not your fault either because he had only one batted ball, that, which could have been worse than that. But then he decided to get a little bit deeper uh, with his snaps. I just I, I thought he played a pretty good game. I'll say this about rolling out of the pocket because I actually would like to see more mobile offense. I'd like to see them take advantage of that opportunity. I'd love to see Ben McAdoo create those situations, but I will give you one big problem with that, which is outside rushes are successful right now, right? Uh, I, I On our show this morning, I had some words for Ikea Kwamu, and I will tell you that in rewatching the game, I have walked them back a little bit. To say it was less, this guy failed this week, and more, there were some growing pains. Could and it be because we watched it together, and I was like pointing some things no, out? No, but I, I mean, I pointed some out know. to you as well. Like, for instance, the big sack late in the game that kind of changed what it felt like was the Panthers getting some momentum was 100% because Icky took his splits and he set wrong, right? Like, he, he was probably a half gap over from where he should have been, and when he set, Instead of setting back and right and maintaining the split with the guard in a spot where Baker was taking a three-step drop and you needed to force pressure to the outside, he allowed, uh, who was it, uh, Julian Love, to just blitz straight up the gut right off the guard, get to the inside, and wreck Baker before Baker even really got to set his posture to throw the football I understand a part of the fear with rolling Baker out right now is that outside pressure is working. Outside pressure is successful right now. And because outside pressure is successful, you can't roll your quarterback because you're going to be rolling him right into the waiting, loving, adoring arms of some defensive ends who will be more than happy to pop Baker's block off like a rock'em sock'em robot. And you're not trying to get number six killed when he's your quarterback, man. It's, it's just... It wasn't a great look. Again, 
I'm not saying the Panthers played poorly. They didn't. They had to, especially are, are defensively. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I'm hearing a lot played, of that. No, I'm saying they they played not good enough. Now, I am trying to remind myself. Hey. This is a Giants team with a new head coach in Brian Dabble, a coach that these guys seem to believe in. This is, by the way, a Giants team that went to Nash Vegas, Tennessee and knocked off the Titans 21-20 last week. This is not your daddy's New York football Giants team, but it is a team in transition with a first-year head coach, with a running back who missed a lot of last year because his knee was bust up, with Danny Dimes, a QB that it seems like 80% of people in the league are not sold on. I'm not saying they played poorly. I'm saying they didn't play good enough offensively, and I don't think that that's insulting to anybody. In fact, hell, I'd agree. Baker and the boys probably agree with me. I'll give you one more thing that did kind of bug me a little bit. DJ had the touchdown catch, right? It was a great throw and a great catch from Baker to DJ. You know how many more times DJ Moore got targeted in that game after that? One. One more target. Was he open? One more target. Yes. You, okay. At spots. Uh, all right. All right. But I mean, no, no. So, but here's the thing. And, and, and I saw, I can't remember who it was, but I saw somebody on Twitter say, you know, because Ian Thomas had the 13-yard catch. He had a couple more targets that he didn't bring down. Uh, Shy Smith disappointed the hell out of me. Six targets, one catch for two yards. Yeah, including one that could have been a, a good shot at a touchdown oh, yeah. or close to it. Yeah, Shy was a disappointment in this. I, I think, I, was it a matter of nerves for him? Or was it the fact that he got hurt early on uh, returning a punt and maybe that was affecting how he played the rest of the game? I don't know. But he had six targets. In fact, he had targets... He had more targets than anybody except DJ Moore. He had the same amount of targets as DJ, but he had one catch for two total yards on the game. That's not good enough. So you have a problem with him throwing to the tight end? Because I don't. Throw to, who, throw to who's open. The tight end's open. Throw, throw to who's open. But somebody said, look, if you if you want DJ to get three or four more targets, you got to take those three or four away from somebody else. I don't know. How about Giovanni Ricci? How about Steven Sullivan? Are they are they integral the way that DJ Moore is? Did they catch the ball? I mean, they both had one target, one catch. Well, there you go. I I, I mean, if they missed it, then I then you could say take that away from them. Uh, but if you if you make the catch, uh, I'm I'm good with that. If I asked you, they right made now, a catch for positive yards too, if I recall. If I asked you right now, one play to save your franchise, who do you want to line up at wide receiver, Giovanni Ricci or DJ Moore? you got to get the ball to DJ. You've got to create mismatches. You've got to set routes. You've got to create ways to get the ball to DJ. you got to create ways to get the ball to Robbie, too. Robbie had three snags for 32 yards on five targets, averaged 10.7 every time he touched the ball. And I guess this is part of the problem. And again, Baker did have a, what, a 48% completion percentage. I mean, that's got to be better but you got to find ways to get your playmakers the ball so they can make plays. When you did to DJ, he made the touchdown. That effectively kept us alive in this game in the third quarter. It's, it's just got to get better. It just does. Everything, everything you're saying, I agree with. It needs to get better. But in the end, you lost. But you lost by three again.